Hello and welcome to this very special edition of the St Helena Humanities podcast. We are joined by the Humanities Department, apart from Miss Boyce, who unfortunately couldn't be here today, but hello, Humanities Department. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. So, can you believe it's been over a month since we've all been in the same room together? It's mad. It's crazy. But we have all been seeing each other. We've kept in quite regular contact uh, since we haven't been in the same room. We've seen each other virtually. Uh, It's very important that you stay in contact with people and you don't feel isolated. And we're so used to seeing each other every day. So we check in for like meetings, for work, but we also meet... uh, chat socially as well and we do things together socially even though we are all spread around the county which is different counties different oh yeah different counties um so we have uh we're doing lots of things aren't we so we do a weekly humanities quiz which is actually happening a bit later on today so miss annandale won last week it was the flags that did her (laughs) yeah i did not appreciate the flag round (laughs) But I more than ever did not appreciate the round before, the week before, which was, what was it? Dingbats. That was, that was upsetting. I did not do well on that. I just that. don't get it. I don't uh, understand him. No. And Miss, but Mr. Hurd won that week. So obviously he's just, hey. he's got it. He knows it. <laughs> I don't disagree. Uh, but he is also hosting tonight. So if there is a dingbat round, I'll be very upset. But that is a problem for another day. So we, uh, on our Instagram account, which is at St. Helen Humanities, if you want to give it a follow, if you aren't already, uh, we ask students who follow us any questions that they have for members of the faculty uh, about what they were most interested in and or what they wanted to ask us. Because obviously you are used to seeing us a lot and we just wanted to know what you wanted to know. And uh, Most of you were interested in what we have been doing, which is nice to know um like during the lockdown and advice on how to cope with this lockdown because it's an unprecedented thing like none of us have ever done anything like this before um so this is what we're doing we are talking about (laughs) what we were doing in the lockdown what we've done in the easter holidays and how we are coping so miss annandale what have you been doing in the lockdown and easter holidays um obviously i've been working so during the day um doing school work checking emails that sort of thing but for me I make sure that I try and go out for a walk and, <laughs> and um I try and do at least an hour an hour and a half walk for, because for me I have to get fresh air I have to get out in the countryside um I've downloaded an app and I think it's actually just called footpath original okay. and um it it shows you all the footpaths in your local area. So I would recommend that to people who maybe don't know where they can go walking because it's really good. So I've, um, I moved into my house a year ago and I haven't really had the opportunity to go out and do a lot of walking. So I've been quite busy. Um, so I've used this time to actually explore new, um, new routes. Um, and um, I live in the countryside. So there's lots of fields that I walk through and country lanes and things like that. So it's a really good app because you can also plan your route before you go um, and then work out how far you're going because I like to know sort of roughly how long it's going to take me. Um, so I would say if any students want to download that, it's very good. Um, and it's also good because you can screenshot it and show someone where you're going. So um, obviously if you're going for a walk on your own, that they know that you're... Um, safe um the other thing i haven't started doing but i've heard um or been recommended to me is geocaching what is that? that 
So it's a similar kind of thing where you have a an app called geocaching um and it put your location in and then there's it's like a treasure hunt essentially um and it shows you where all the geocaches are in your area and you have to go and find them and there's clues so they're hidden um i think that's how it works and then i think you sign to say that you found them <laughs> so spoken about some you know footpath can you make your own footpath or is it more just kind of like it's the national footpath isn't it <laughs> Yeah, I'm assuming it is the national footpath. <laughs> I don't dig my own route. But I, yeah, <laughs> you, can make, you, can, you can plan your own. You plan yeah, your you path. Do... So, yeah, go on. Yeah, so I don't, I, obviously as a geographer, I like to make my own routes up. But there are apps out there which give you routes that you can follow. Um, but I, yeah, I try and just make my own up. Um, so I do a slightly different one each day. Um, mm. Well, thank you, Miss Annandale very exciting i will i'll download it because i'm near i'm in clacton anyway so i'm getting a bit bored of just walking in front of the sea uh, it's a lovely view but sometimes it can be cold and windy uh, so miss smith what have you been doing keep yourself occupied uh, i've been in my garden actually quite a bit because i've only been in my house a year i haven't really done much gardening because i've always been really busy around this time of year um i've been trying to grow some runner beans um but they've not been very successful at the moment I don't know if it's warm enough. I think that's why. That's what my granddad said. Maybe it's not warm enough. Um, don't, you, don't you need a cane when you grow runner beans? Yeah, at the start, you don't. Um, but then you do after, yeah. My, mine didn't. So I think... Mm. Go on. My, mine came through uh, in August last year. Really? So maybe I'm doing it too you early. Your... You're probably meant to start now. Did you use they the... take ages to, to grow and then up the cane and then long and then eventually you get the beans. Oh, well, I did the challenge. I, I did the challenge on Instagram to try and grow something, and it literally, I left it two weeks, and there was nothing, so I binned it. <laughs> did you water oh. it? <laughs> so that's what happened. That's why no one has an update because it didn't work. So I'm gonna try again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. What else have you been doing? Because we've um, been discussing some things that you're going to be hosting for us oh we? yes well Christmas. i love baking so every monday at work it's always bakey monday as uh, mr wolf calls it um so we've been yeah i've been trying to do some more baking and that you guys don't bake do you so i said well why don't we do like a virtual baking <laughs> so this sunday i think we agreed is going to be brownies yeah we're very excited so, about that yeah, very exciting i mean i can't bake so it's going to be interesting. Be a laugh, wouldn't it? Funny. <laughs> so we've had Miss Annandale, Miss Smith. Uh, what about some of the historians we have here? Uh, Mr. Wolf, what have you been doing? What have I been doing? Well, I'm appearing on my first ever podcast. I've never been on a podcast before. I mean, I was on this for about for about 13 seconds but 12 of them had to be edited out um so i feel like i should do a shout out for my mum or something although she probably doesn't know what a podcast oh, is do it. or who i am thinking what? about it but if you're, list What's if you're listening uh her name's mum uh if you're listening and you know who hi, i am hi mum sorry had to pause for water um so what else have I been doing? So I, I thought I would put this to um, a huge uh, audience and let you guess one of the things <laughs> I've been doing. So a question which I think is going to go onto Instagram, uh, our Instagram page, obviously, after the quiz, um, for you to work out. So the question is, 
which activity from history have I taken up whilst I've been in isolation? A, gardening, B, flagpole sitting, or C, falconry. So which activity from history have I taken up whilst I've been in isolation? A, gardening, B, flagpole sitting, or C, falconry. So if our three listeners coordinate between those three choices, one of you will definitely <laughs> get the right answer. Um, the other thing I've been doing is listening to an economics podcast. I know, economics, really boring, right? Um, so when I were a lad, I thought economics was all about numbers and graphs to measure the size of the economy. But actually, the bigger part of economics is explaining how and why things happen. It basically explains the whole world and therefore fits hand in glove with why we study history. As such, the podcast I've been listening to, which is called 50 Things Which Made the Modern Economy, is actually really a history podcast discussing really cool stuff. So the episodes are all under 10 minutes long. Um, so if you want to know how a gun started a manufacturing revolution, why the S-Bend in a toilet revolutionized the world, and what would happen if GPS stopped working, then listen to 50 Things that made, Which Made the Modern Economy on BBC Sounds, probably available on other platforms, but... I don't know what they are because I'm not very good with podcasts. Um, but it's just about the easiest history you can access. They're really short episodes, really interesting, and they'll make you a genius. Um, so that's what I've been doing. Back over to you, Miss Cumming. Oh. Um, you've, you've listened to some podcasts, haven't you, Miss Cumming? I have. I have. I basically am a very big fan of uh, Greg Jenner who is the person behind kind of horrible histories. And he does a really good podcast called You're Dead to Me. It's probably suitable for, I would say, year 10s and above. Um, but the, he is doing at the moment, I think, I think it's homeschool histories at the moment for um, basically everyone for um, to listen to. I think they're about 15 minutes long. They're not very long. Um, and it's just while we're in lockdown, he has decided to do that. Um but yeah, so then we've also got some geography related ones, haven't we? Yeah, there's um Jogpod has been recommended to me as a really good one. And there's one called Ask the Geographer, which is done by the Royal Geographical Society. So I quite like podcasts because you can just sort of have, you know, be listening to it as you sort of do other things around the house. I quite like that. Or if you're on your walk, have your uh, headphones in and listen to your podcast. So yeah, those are two I would recommend. Mm. I missed my, my prime podcast listening hours are usually on my way home from work so I haven't been listening to as many as I usually do um but I also have been doing other things uh, in this lockdown I've uh, been going for walks and uh recently I've run out of candles so I've started making my own candles that's my hobby that I've been how, doing. how do you do that it's very complicated and I haven't burned for five I, have, I basically I made five of them on Monday they smell very nice but um, I'm a bit scared to light them because in case they blow up. But it's it's all to do with temperatures. I won't bore you with it, but you have to add like the scent and the dye and stuff at particular times. So it's not just, oh, melt some wax and pour it in. It's actually quite technical. So maybe I'll have a candle making business by the end of this. Who knows? <laughs> uh, Miss Mulhern, what have you been doing Hello. to keep yourself busy? Um, I've also been doing um, my schoolwork and things like that in the morning and um, going for my walks. Um, I've been doing PE with Joe every day, uh, reading some history books, reading the one um, out recently by Greg Jenner, the same guy you were talking about there, Miss Cumming, um, the guy behind Horrible Histories. So his new book. 
Um, but I've also been doing an online course um, and that's about the tutors. So obviously I already knew about the tutors and we teach it in year seven, but I kind of wanted to find out even more detail. Uh, so on this course, you read some articles, watch videos, leave comments and things like that. Um, they discuss paintings of the tutors, plays, films, TV shows, anything like that have been um, that have been made about them and whether or not they're histor- historically um, accurate. Uh, I've learned some interesting facts, some of which I have shared on the Google Classrooms. Uh, For example, Catherine of Aragon was the first royal to wear white on her wedding day. That's Henry's first wife. Uh, Henry VIII himself was a keen apothecary, and that's um, relevant for all our history of medicine students um, at GCSE. So he would make herbal kind of treatments and leave recipes and things um, for medical reasons. And one recipe included unicorn horns, which would be very hard to get. Um, kind of another interesting one sorry my last fact that I'll bore you with uh, was in January 1536 um, Henry had a jousting accident so that was a common kind of entertainment where they try and basically knock each other off horses with uh, swords and sticks um, and he fell off his horse and injured his leg which contributed to his obesity so in his young life he's kind of very young and fit and athletic and you know real big um, kind of personality um, and then this is kind of the key moment where he becomes obese um, and also they think he damaged part of his brain which makes him become kind of a tyrant so far more angry and bitter and so on um, and that's actually the same year then later that year when Anne Boleyn um, is beheaded so there are some of the interesting facts that I have learned and what I've been doing in lockdown. I believe you've also been doing a course when it's coming. I have. Uh, similar to you, uh, I have been doing the uh, royal fashion um, course in the same kind of provider. And it basically looks at how royal fashion influences people throughout history and we start with the Tudors so I started learning about um, Catherine of Aragon she was quite a style icon in her day people um, watch and monarchs generally are which is why um, even now members of the royal family we see it now with Prince George Princess Charlotte and they are children tiny children and they um, I read something yesterday something about Princess Charlotte is supposed to be worth three billion to the fashion industry taking into account her entire lifespan um, as assuming but I don't know what year they went to so it's it's not uncalled for you have the Prince George effect now and that's kind of seen throughout history so um George the fourth was quite a large man and um he basically because he um his he had to let his clothes out a bit more and he that influences court fashion so people now have these really big clothes that they that aren't flattering at all um but it's flattering to the king so stuff like that um i'm currently up to i've just done the georgians i've just finished them so i think i'm moving on to victoria next week so that should be interesting yeah yes Miss um, how how do you access those courses that you're talking about yeah uh, the one i do is on a website called future learn and all these courses are run by loads of different universities um, and they run. And there's also courses on there that vary from time. You can do like a two week course. The one I'm doing is a six week course. So it kind of depends on, you know, what commitment you take on. Um, but there's also all different subjects as well, not just history. There's geography, English, literally every subject virtually. Um, and it's free to access and so on. So that's called Future Learn. What about you, Miss Cumming? You're the same website, I think. I'm the same website, yeah. Um, I it's really interesting. I had to, um, I did a quiz on one of mine this week. It was very exciting. 
Um, Mr. Hurd, you've been quiet. What well, have you been up I've to? Been uh, sitting here listening, but finishing off the quiz for this evening. I don't know if you've mentioned that already. Yeah. 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 Good. Uh, well, um, <laughs> I was quite fortunate, really, because uh, soon after we closed the school, um, everything in my house decided to start breaking. So I've had lots of time to fix things, which has been nice. So yeah, Sounds yeah, I've been fortunate. filling in lots of holes and. <laughs> Um, stopping the toilet leaking and things like that. So I've been learning a lot um, of DIY, DIY things, which has been quite good. Fun. Um, how, how have you been teaching yourself that? Is that like a YouTube yeah, job or have you been reading? Pretty much um, Googling things and uh, you realise that these things mm. aren't that complicated really. And um, there's lots of people can give you advice out there, especially on uh, online. So yeah the house is looking in a, in a better state than it was before um so that's that's nice um but i mean apart from that i i, I think uh i've done a future i'm doing a future learn course as well like uh uh like, like you two uh, but obviously mine's a geography one so mine's on on water and about that's <laughs> not i mean i find it it's, it is interesting it's very good because um, you don't realise really, we have plenty of water here in the UK, obviously, but there's places in uh, other parts of the world where water is the primary concern, you know, and the, the, when they wake up in the morning, the first thing they think about is how am I going to get my water for the day and things like that. And um, the, the course in particular makes you think that in the future, um, the, uh, the, the, there could be wars being fought over over water and so on. Mm, scary well that's what can you name any of those well, places places in africa in um in, in our year eight uh, scheme of work we we learn about the sahel in africa uh which is an area that's getting drier it's just south of the sahara desert um and they uh they're they they're thinking they're not gonna have enough water for everyone there um and that people are gonna have to start um, uh, uh, fighting over water, but they're also saying about how rivers start in one country and then flow into another country. So the River Nile, for example, starts in uh, I think um, somewhere like South Sudan or maybe so another country south of there. But obviously, it runs through Egypt, and Egypt relies on the the River Nile. So if someone installs a massive dam and stops the water going into Egypt, then Egypt is going to lose their their main water source could end up going to water stop you know a dam being built or something like that um because it, it's it's water uh that, that they need this is what you need to survive um, um sorry miss Hen. so you're you talked about fixing toilets and things like that but that wasn't how you had originally planned to spend your easter holiday was it no no it wasn't um i know i probably a few of my classes um know that i had planned to go to japan on holiday but we had to cancel that because they told us not to travel quite wisely i suppose um so yeah i, I would have got back from that last saturday so it was, it was a bit of a shame to miss that and uh, we had lots of interesting things planned in in tokyo and kyoto which was the ancient capital of japan um so it was a shame but uh we're we're, we're reorganizing it so are there any things that's open to kind of everyone now is there anything that we you're going to try and carry on to do 
after the lockdown's over. So have you picked up like any kind of hobbies that you think you're going to try and do? So Ms. Mulhern, yes, do you think I'm you're going to carry, carry on? on exercising every day? I am determined to do that. I'm going to carry on reading my history books and trying to do online courses when I can as well. And also, I think it's been a lovely time to actually talk to people more than in some ways I would have. Um, particularly and obviously being Irish, all, all my family and friends and so on are at home. And I was meant to visit them like Mr. Hurd with his holiday. I was meant to visit them in Easter, but I couldn't. And um, so instead, we've been having lots of kind of, you know, uh, video calls and so on. So I'd actually like to keep that up um, more as well, which has been one positive of mm. this time. What about you? Um, I think the same as you, obviously. It's, it's hard being separated from your family um, as well. Yeah. But yeah, maybe my candles. I expect See how a that candle goes, don't burn the house uh, down. for each of us when we're back um, to school. <laughs> yeah. But what, whatever it will burn your house down, I, I don't want to take that responsibility. With the candle. <laughs> okay. uh, Mr. Hurd, what um, about you? Well, I think I... I we'll try and do more things myself around the house. So I'll keep, keep up with that. Um, figure things out for myself rather than uh, relying on other people, maybe. Uh, so I'll carry that on. But um, yeah, I mean, I haven't really started anything new. I've been doing lots of things more, I suppose, more reading, more, more watching TV, more getting out and about exercising and things like that. I don't think I really picked up anything new. I think my life was pretty great before the lockdown started anyway. So, but, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I think I'll just carry on as I am. I mean, it's, it's obviously there's lots of terrible things happening, but it's, um, it's been an opportunity for some of us, I suppose, to do some things we wouldn't have done before. Anyone else? Think about um, I agree with Miss Mulhern. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make an effort to do more... Um sort of exercise because I used to make excuses to like I didn't have time to go to the gym Mm -hmm. um but actually all these home workouts that are available now on social media or YouTube and things like that they're so much easier just to do at home um so I'm going to try and continue to do those um what about do you think that even though this is such a terrible thing that's happened it's kind of important to bring out the positives of it so now we've as you've just said like using those home exercises doing um keeping up those hobbies what do you think might be do you think there's a positive message for the lockdown and um, i think i think definitely uh, there's, um like i said i've just well i said just moved into a village about a year ago and um i live on a sort of new development so initially we weren't hugely welcomed into the village because um people don't like change do they sometimes but actually um there's been a real community spirit and I've noticed that and people um offering to go and get medicines for people offering like our next door neighbor um she's offered you know to lend us things if we haven't got things and things like that so there's definitely a a community spirit I think and people helping each other and looking out for each other which is really nice yeah I completely agree with that and I think that's evident as well through things like the clap for the NHS and things like that isn't it that you can see everybody sort of coming together so there's that's something we shouldn't lose once we return to normality. I hear lots of talk about the big changes that are going to happen to the world and how we can't go back to normal and the historian in me just remembers back to the credit crunch 
when everybody said we wouldn't go back to normal on that and actually we've got higher levels of debt now than we had then and actually that was just what people were saying during the great depression and other events before so um whilst i'm sure there will be some changes and i'll be really interested in 10 years time to look back and see what has changed i think for me life as normal will uh, continue as it was uh, when this is all over as much as this will be all over at any point of course because we might have a very staged transition over the next year or so back into what was normal life and uh, I will probably return to doing everything exactly the same way I did it before, um, which uh, I suspect most people will as well, no matter how noble their intentions now. And that is why we learn history, so we do not repeat the same things. <laughs> but history teaches us that we do repeat the same things time and time again. <laughs> you speak for yourself, Mr. Wolf. That's fine. Uh, Miss Smith, what are you are you going to try and carry on doing anything that you did in the lockdown after um, the lockdown's over? I think I will still make sure that I'm in my garden doing stuff because actually it's so good, especially at the weekends like when I will have time. It makes it look so nice. It's so nice looking out and seeing some really nice flowers and things and stuff that I've worked really hard on. It, I mean, it takes ages, but I actually have really enjoyed it and I should keep it up more and remember to like water them in the evening and all that. Sounds boring, but I am enjoying it. Wow. wow, that's the thing, finding hobbies you want to do. Uh, so we had one more question that was basically asking about, are you going to get in trouble for not doing the work that we set during lockdown? So Miss Annandale had yeah, an answer Yeah, I think the, the question was, are you, would you get in trouble for not doing it or even if it was late? So we appreciate that everyone's in a different situation. Um, you know, not everyone has access to a laptop or might share a computer and have people, you know, um, parents who are also working at home. So we do appreciate that. Um, doing things in the time that we've kind of suggested can be tricky for some people. So there's no punishment um, for people not doing the work or doing it in time. And we're rewarding people who are getting it done. Um, and we are going to take off the um, on Google Classroom. We're going to stop putting a date um, so that it comes up saying you submitted it late. The only reason why we did that initially was just to give you, um, help you sort of pace yourselves. Um, and also so you didn't work at the weekend, but we'll take that off because I can appreciate that some people when it says submitted late, they might sort of see that as a negative. Um, so, yeah, there's no there's no punishment for not doing it. But we, obviously, if you can do it, it'd be great if you could uh, get the work done. OK, well, I think we're just going to start, you know, wrapping it up now. And I just want to say at the end, like it's important to remember to stick to your routines and obviously We've had the Easter holidays, so we took a break. I took two weeks off. Um, but it's important to establish a routine if you haven't already. So I do work for school uh, in the mornings and the afternoons of my own. Uh, make sure that you're taking care of your mental health as well. So find things that you enjoy. Um, go for walks, speak to your friends virtually and try to learn a new skill. Uh, yeah, the other, the other question add? we had on the um, Instagram was, do we, do we miss you, the students? Someone said, do you, do you miss us? And um, we, do, we do miss you. And that's why... Um, we always say, oh, please share your work with us because we do like to see how you're getting on and stay in touch. So, um, yeah, we do miss you and we hope that we're going to see you all again very soon. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a very nice place to end it. So we do miss you. Take care of yourselves. Bye. Be good. Bye. 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 Bye.